0: DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hi, I'm Kalina Bowler. I work behind the scenes in Georgia's booming film industry. Each week, I introduce you to some of my colleagues whose jobs and names you see when the credits roll. But what exactly do they do? It's the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. Most of the people you meet on this show work behind the scenes, but that doesn't mean we steer clear of stars. Nafisa Williams has only been acting a few years, but she's already made quite a splash with her role in the CW's Black Lightning. Nafisa plays the daughter of a superhero. Her character, Anisa Pierce, is the first Black lesbian superheroine to appear on a network show. In this scene, she tells her character's sister about her special abilities.
1: I have powers, and it sounds like you probably do too what do you mean powers? I mean I have superpowers. Look, I'm Thunder.
0: Nafisa Williams's career is taking off. She lives in L.A. but spends several months living in Atlanta, making Black Lightning. We caught up with her in her dressing room while she was waiting to be called to set. She said her path as an actress didn't start off the way you might expect.
1: I went to school for criminal justice, graduated, uh, from Westchester University right outside of Philly, That's right. interned at the DA's office in the homicide unit. I worked in law firms. I thought law was what I wanted to do until I, you know, started interning and working at these law firms and seeing that it was just not for me and that I had to really go for my dream and go for this far-fetched dream that I had always dreamed about, yeah. um, but didn't really know how to make it come true. Right. Didn't really have people in the industry around me. No one in my family was in the industry. And it was just something that I decided to um, start doing in Philly. And I, I went on an audition while I was working at the law firm and they fired me because i wasn't supposed to go but little old me no. went anyway <laughs> oh, no. i went anyway and i got back to work the next day couldn't log onto my computer they were like yeah we need to take you to human resources they fired me best wow. day of my life because from that day on i started to travel to new york and you know take advantage of all the opportunities that there was in philly and here i am today
0: that's amazing Thank can you. i ask what that first audition was for
1: it was for uh, Foreman Mills. It was like for, you know, the department yes! store in Philly. Yes, ma'am. It was for print in Foreman Mills and I ended up booking it and I was in like all the Foreman Mills windows and you couldn't tell me that I hadn't made it at that point. Exactly. You know, just you know, each 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 opportunity uh, gives you confidence. Each each time you book right. as an actor or a model or just an artist in general, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Um when you book a job and you see that things are happening, it gives you the confidence to keep going. So for me, I was like, well, this seems to be working for me. So from there, I went to New York and I booked a soap opera, um, which ended up getting canceled. And then I moved to L.A. I just tried to, you know, make things happen locally. You Know, I believe uh, training grounds that starts at home. You're so right.
0: That sounds yeah. it's so funny you mentioned that it sounds very similar mm-hmm. to my experience and a lot of it, other uh, crew members' experiences as well. Yeah. Because we literally started in our backyard, like with yeah. me and music videos here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, and when the industry started knocking on
1: the door, yeah, that experience exactly is what prepared you. Exactly, all the opportunities that I took advantage of from the acting classes to the print jobs to um, the small acting gigs and the, gigs and the small commercials that i did in philly it all prepared me to go to new york and then new york prepared me for la so Mm -hmm. it's just about the journey it's it's, it's a journey it's a marathon and we have to uh enjoy the process and i think the process starts at home you're right well speaking
0: of the process starting at home i want to kind of go into your character yeah right Mm -hmm. um it sounds eerily similar to your own story she was starting out Mm -hmm. med school and you know, the oldest sibling and that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden she has this power mm -hmm. that comes out Mm -hmm. and she finds that those powers and those gifts that she had inside, she said, I'm going to put these to very good use. Right. Do you find that fascinating? Did the writers know what was going on with no. you? No,
1: you know what? Sometimes you are blessed with the script and you are blessed with an opportunity to audition for someone, um, for a character where, where the parallels are very obvious and they are, you know, a connection. Um, but it's funny because, you, you know, when I think about the first... Season Mm -hmm. of Black Lightning, and it's it's, this—it's—it's you see Thunder developing who she is and growing into the woman and growing into the superhero that she is, and the Mm -hmm. same—you know—same for myself. You know, the—the—the—the growth and the journey of uh, following your dreams and developing into who you know you are and what your full potential is. There definitely are a lot of parallels, and no, they—they—they didn't know all of this before meeting me. (laughs) That is fascinating.
0: I find it great. Yeah, great. Um. So, obviously, your character is the first black lesbian superhero character. I mean, it's, it's one qualifier after another after another. It's insane. Character. I mean, I find that people that take on roles that are firsts, they tend to have a little bit of nerves about them. Yeah. you are just saying, I hope I don't mess this up, or I hope I represent in the way that I feel um, is necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you feel like you had that pressure on you when you took this role? Or you started reading script and you said, oh my gosh, or did any of those feelings come through?
1: You know what? I mean, there was a little nervous energy because I've never played a lesbian before. I've been opposite of all men. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just tr- wanted to make sure that I brung the foundation of love and not even to... Play on the idea that it's a woman. You know, this is a relationship, and that the foundation—it's love there, and it's no different than being opposite of men on screen. So I would have to say that it, it was—it was like, oh, I'm about to play a lesbian. I've never done that before, but. Yeah. Uh, there was no reservation or nerves about playing one. Uh, I mean, playing a superhero or bringing that to justice. I was like, you know, we all have a bit of a superhero inside of us, and it's about just tapping into what that is Mm -hmm. and walking boldly in it. Um, But yeah, I didn't feel the pressure to like bring the role justice or anything. I just said, you know, here's the character, here's her truth, and and, and bring as much as myself as possible and my truth and who I am to the character and that I will be fine. And again, uh, just in any relationship the foundation is love so as long as that was at the root of you know these characters then I'd be fine yep. and the writers Salim and Mara Kill and you know they obviously are the executive producers and you know Salim developed this whole idea I had always been really big fans of their work and always wanted to work with them so I knew that I'd be safe with them at the helm of the storytelling and right. how they told this story of, of of her being the first black superhero lesbian that's a lot right it's a lot it's a
0: lot, but it's, you know. It still it's... feels
1: like a dream. I'm, I'm really grateful to have been chosen to give voiceover to it because it is historic, it's iconic, and um, I believe that representation is, is everything. It means so much. And we all want to turn on the television and see ourselves. I think I was more so excited to bring that character to screen where uh, lesbians and black women would, would have a character to relate to.
0: Now going back to your character and that by any means necessary module mentality yeah right and that mentality i find that that echoes a lot of young people nowadays yeah um is this something you're taking straight out of the headlines and you say you know this is what i'm going for this is what um,
1: Anissa needs to go for? I keep a wall of inspiration to remind me and to remind Thunder of, of the purpose and, and the job that we have is to just make sure that we keep a few of these people on my wall, their names alive. So we have Nia Wilson, Sandra Bland, Angela Davis is huge inspiration for who Thunder is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harriet Tubman, the original <laughs> gangster. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was uh, not playing. She, she played no games, and I like to have that spirit. They also reference... Uh, Harriet Tubman when they speak of me on the show a That's lot right. because she's you know such a thug we love that uh, Rosa Parks Malcolm X again by any means necessary Malcolm X if if, 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 uh, if Anissa had an idol it would be Malcolm X mm. next to Harriet Tubman and then we have Oscar Grant and then we have Trayvon Martin uh, just some inspo and you know remembering why as activists, we do what we do. That's true. Uh, and just being inspired by the people who did it before us. Angela Davis, huge inspiration. So yeah, those, that's that's my wall of inspiration. I like to keep in my room and I always like to, you know, have a glance at it, a glance or two, before I walk out on set and remember why I'm doing this and who I'm doing it for, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and I think we're at this place in our generation where we're just fed up yeah. and uh, we're, we're ready to do something about it. And I feel so, uh, so, so honored to be able to use Thunder and Anissa as, you know, give that voice to them. So, you know, in hopes that we're sparking change, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, do you happen to have any on-set mentors or somebody who, you know, you can always lean on, have a shoulder to cry on when times
1: get hard? Because times do get hard on set. Black Lightning himself. Yeah? Cress is, is, sorry, he's, uh, Cress is such a great leader. He's been in this industry for a really long time. He's been doing this for forever. And uh, he's 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 just a great leader. He's always there to give good advice and to talk movies or TV. And, you know, again, he's been doing this so long. This is my first show, you know, right. where I'm a series regular. So I can go to him and pick his brain. And he he, he literally, I tell people all the time. He literally embodies who Black Lightning is, just the essence and the spirit, the gentleness, the kind spirit that he has um, is is the spirit of Black Lightning. So um, he's definitely a great leader that we have here on set.
0: That's actually really comforting for some reason.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and not to sound cliche, because I, I, you want this for your show, but it it doesn't always work this way. But we all are like a, really like a family here, and and we spend time offset, and we have family dinners, and we 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 are, we're bonding offset, which helps it to translate once we get to film. Right. Um So. We just, we really love each other. And that's a beautiful thing to have on a show because it could be bad if you don't like the people I that you're working <laughs> with and you're with them day in and day out and, you know, spending months, six months out of the year with them. It could be bad, but we all have really great energy and we get along and we love each other. So um, it makes it, it makes it for a great show.
0: I agree. Cause, whew, yeah, could these be days can yeah. get long. And if you mm-hmm. don't like the people you're next to, yeah. It could be bad. It could be yes. Yeah, so, that is um, an understatement. Good vibes here. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Let me ask you something. So, I tend to talk more with uh, people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, and since you're our first on-screen guest on our show, let me ask you: Are there any positions behind the scenes? That there that interests you, and you say, "Hmm, I wonder uh,
1: about that gig." Oh, what for that's sure, about. I'm definitely interested in writing and, and knowing the, the that side of the world and directing as well. I definitely would love to to direct. So I'm paying attention and you know keeping my eye out, wanting to shadow some of the directors in upcoming episodes to to learn uh, that side of, of what we do. Um, and it'll only inform me as an actor and as well as you know teach me and allow me to grow in that direction towards wanting to direct myself one day.
0: That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Is there anything, any particular job that you see happening behind the scenes and you're like, oh, my gosh, I could never
1: I do don't that. understand how they hold the boom. And they hold it <laughs> up for, for such long scenes, especially when they have to go over their head. And, 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 and I always look and I'm like, you guys must have the most ripped arms. Listen, right? I can't do that. That is stamina. That is stamina on a on a on a level that I don't even understand. Especially on a show like this, we go for months and months and days, <laughs> and it's just and it's like the same people. I always look and I'm like, shout out to our our our, our sound guy Robert yes. here because I'm always looking at him like, damn Robert, how do you hold that boom like that for such especially like really long scenes? Right. So I can't. I I don't think I could work in sound.
0: <laughs> well, I'll have to make sure to <laughs> interview somebody in sound to <laughs> find out. I'm gonna get the tea, so we'll be all right. <laughs> that part.
1: Well, thank you thank you so much for
0: talking to me. This was wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. It felt like
1: talking to a cousin. Yep. That's exactly who I am, girl. Yay!
0: (laughs) That's actress Nafisa Williams. You can catch her on the CW show Black Lightning. It's filmed in Atlanta. And boom, that boom she was talking about, that is a microphone on the long, long rod. Okay? So we'll get more into that when we talk about the sound department. And that's it for us today. But of course, we want to hear from you. Listener Judy Train of Atlanta sent us an email. Hi, Judy. She said, quote, what fun insight into the film industry for someone who is not a part of it. You're a great host and ask terrific questions. Thanks for a new addition to my podcast lineup. Aw, you're welcome, Judy. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out. We want to hear more from you, of course." Do you work in the film industry? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at thecredits@gpb.org. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating. It really, really helps. Sean Powers produces the show. And Don Smith edits it. Special thanks to Elena Rivera for helping us this week. Our music is by MBB. The Credits is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting, I'm Kalina Bowler. Thank you and see you after the movie.